You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. When all I've done is eaten my face off of turkey, then turkey sandwiches, then turkey soup, and stuffing, and gravy, and football, and basketball, and soccer, and please, please let it be Dave. Well, your wish is answered. I am here, and not only... Because they offered me the day off. You want the day? No. No. I, I don't want the day. I want to be here. I want to be here with the fans. I want to I be here with the passion. I want to talk about the Giants and the fact they were they played a pretty decent game. A decent game. Fell apart second half. Defense, they're just not that good. Giants aren't just aren't that good. And I don't know at, at what point people start to realize that. We'll, get, we'll certainly get into that. Okay, quickly. Jets. And the Jets are, it, it's such a bizarre situation going on with the Jets right now. Because the team is really good, really good. Like defensively, Dallas defensively is excellent. Niners defensively good. Jets defensively excellent. Like there are like four or five teams you look at defensively in the NFL. Like they're, they're at a different class than these other teams. The Jets are one of those teams. Offensively, listen, I think they have talent, right? I think that, and I get it, no Brees Hall, but James Robinson and, and Michael Carter and now Corey Davis is back healthy and, uh, Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore and, and Garrett Wilson, and then they have multiple tight ends. Right, The Jets, they, they definitely have talent offensively, but here's the problem. And I know that you don't want to admit it, and it's hard for you to deal with, and you go through all the stages of grief and anger and all those things. The quarterback stinks. I mean, he you can't even play him, and not only does he stink, it feels like he has no idea how to handle himself in big moments, both on the field and off the field. So we will get into the Jets. The Knicks, you, you know, I don't want to get into a Knicks tangent right now. I don't want to get into a Knicks tangent right now. But I, all I can say is that how many times when I watch the game, a Knicks game, is it this is the most points fill in the blank has ever scored. This is the first time teammates have scored 38-plus points in Madison Square Garden. It's like, it's every time. It's every single time. To lose at home. When Damian Lillard does not play for Portland is unconscionable from the Knicks. And I was under the impression that Tom Thibodeau's teams play defense. Right? Isn't that like the one thing? He, he grinds you so hard because he demands defense. Well, when does that happen this year? And I'm not saying you have to play like the Pistons of the late 80s, but but some? Any? None. Knicks lose at home with no Dame Lillard against Portland. All right, 1-800-919-3776. Obviously, we're going to start with some NFL and what you saw on Thanksgiving Day. See, it's funny because I get so many tweets because I didn't, I didn't tweet at, and I would have had the Giants won, absolutely, but they didn't, and uh, I was so... I was so mature on Thanksgiving, it was wild. Wild. So, I don't understand this. My wife asks me, what time would you like to eat on Thanksgiving? And I said, a 3.30. And she got annoyed at me. And, 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 and glared at me. And I said, what, why are you doing this? And she said, really, what time do you want to eat? I said, I, I, wasn't, I actually wasn't kidding. Like, I, I'd like to eat. At 3.30. And she said, we're not eating dinner at 3.30. I said, well, well, why? 
like it's a huge meal. You can graze after. Like you, you, you don't want to rush through it. Why can we not eat after the Lions and the Bills are done? Why? No, we're not eating at 3.30. I said, what, what time are we eating? She says, we'll eat between 5.30 and 6. I said, between 5.30 and 6? I said, what kind, what kind of animal are you? She's like, if you think I'm going to be in the kitchen for five hours plus cooking everything you could possibly want on this Thanksgiving day, and I'm going to determine and dictate what time we eat. I said, you know what? Fine. So I, in one of the great signs in NFL history of maturity, Pause the game as it went to half. It goes to half. I pause it, run inside, we eat, run back out. I was a few minutes behind, had to catch up. But that is, I mean, to say that you can sense my growth and maturation process, it's it's very, very obvious. Now, what I saw in the first half was wonderful, Right? Giant, by, by the way, a couple things. A, the Cowboys are not well. That, Mike McCarthy, there is no way the Cowboys are winning. And you can, every Cowboys fan, so excited. And honestly, and I say this to all, every single one of you Cowboys fans out there, you're such losers. You're, you re, every single one of you are such losers because you, you were so excited. You're 10-point favorites to beat the Giants. The, the Giants, who are not great defensively to begin with, have nothing on defense outside of their, their defensive line. And you win this game, and I'm getting texts from people, oh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving, Dave, and, and tweets all over the place. What's the matter with you? I mean, if, if I, I mean, when the Giants beat, I, I don't even know, like the Panthers, was I all ecstatic about it? No. I took care of a game that I should win. You were 10-point favorites in this game. And mind you, you didn't even cover the game. Now, let's get to the game. First half, uh, by the way, that, that's, that's an awful call. That is an aw- that, that in- ineligible man downfield. Stop it. He was like, he was like uh, barely past the line of scrimmage. Should have been a touchdown. Should have been 7-0, but it wasn't. Giants go up 3-0. They lead 13-7 at the half, and you sit there thinking to yourself, is this possible? Could they really win this game? I actually thought the Giants' game plan was good. I actually thought the Giants' game plan was good because they went out and they were throwing the ball and they were very effective. And you look at who they're throwing the ball to, and they have nobody. I mean, the the big play receiver on this Giants' offense is Darius Slayton. Now, the one thing that did flummox me a little bit, and you have to wonder if he's starting to get worn down a little bit, is why did he not give the football to Saquon a little bit more? But I guess the gist of it was they wanted to throw the football because I think they only ran it 21 times on, on Thursday. They wanted to throw the football, and they did. And for the most part, they were pretty good with it. You go into half, you're up 13-7. And, and another thing, by the way, can if I read one more tweet, to, since Dak Prescott has come back, they are, you know, they are averaging 31 points a game. Yeah, yeah, you could put anybody at quarterback, and they'd be averaging 31 points a game. Prescott wasn't good in that game. Prescott got picked off twice with, with a backup secondary. I mean, the one thing that got me just, I, I couldn't even believe. How many times were you going to put Darnay Holmes on C.D. Lamb? How, how many times? All you did, all you did was put Darnay Holmes on C.D. Lamb, and all he did 
is abuse him all game long. Now, I guess the truth probably is they don't really have much to put on him, right? You're, I mean, you, you, you don't have Adore Jackson. It's a tremendous, tremendous shot to not have him, right? You don't, you don't have your best safety. You don't have your best corner. You don't have your best receiver. You don't, you didn't, they didn't have three-fifths of their offensive line. And I thought they fought, and I thought they competed. So second half, it fell apart. I think most of us expected it too. You know, I see Wing Martindale. What kind of defense is, is he is he running? What what are you supposed to do? I mean, if I ran through some of these names, you've never heard of these guys. You've never heard of these guys. So, a- am I upset they lost? Listen, you lose to the Cowboys. I think you're always upset, but in the grand scheme of things, and I'll I'll stand up and I'll say it. And the, and again, Daniel Jones. I I don't know. See, the more I watch the season, I'm uncertain about Daniel Jones. The more I watch the season, I, I know Barkley's good. Do I really want to? I mean, it, would I rather get? Now, think about this now. Would you rather get a really good cover corner? A real, I mean, a really good cover corner to go along with a Dory Jackson. All of a sudden, maybe your secondary is, is kind of fixed. Or Saquon. Like, that's what we're talking about. You're going to pay this guy a, a good number. $13 million a year. That's what he's going to want. Now, there's no way he's going to want, what, four years and $60 million. There's no, I mean, there's no chance I'm paying him that. And I don't think Shane and Dable will either. But am I giving him that kind of a number? Or am I saying, you know what? I'll draft a running back in round two. I'll have, I'll have you know, Matt Breida and, I don't know, maybe the kid from Texas, Bijan Robinson, and I'll go to battle that way. I don't know. To me, it's not so cut and dry. I understand he's very good. Well, if I can pay a running back $900,000, who's 80% of Saquon, or I can pay Saquon $14 million, is it really worth it? And the answer is, I don't know. But here's what I know, and I know this more than I ever have all season. I have such confidence and such trust. Dallas should beat the Giants. Dallas is better than the Giants. I mean, you look at what the Giants ran out there in half number two. You look at what the Giants, I mean, in half number two, half number one. Look, look at who they run out there on defense. You never, you never heard of these guys. I mean, the fact is they picked up Jalen Smith from, from nowhere. Right? He, he, uh, Mondreau? Really? Pinnock? McLeod? And I'll tell you another thing, too. Uh, McFadden? I'll tell you another thing, too. That was a good game from Kayvon uh, Thibodeau. That was, that was a really, really good game. He was all around Death Prescott all the all game long. I thought he played excellent. And that I thought for my money, that was the best I've seen him so far during his NFL tenure. And and again, I d I don't want to sugarcoat this thing. Like I'm not happy to lose to Dallas. I was annoyed. I I got my mother and mother in law like so when they, they need four yards on a third down, what exactly what exactly does that mean? Can you can you do me a favor? Can you can you stop? R- really? I'm sitting here. like, f- And I don't understand. Like, if you took me to the ballet, and, and I'm watching the ballet for years, at some point, even if I don't enjoy the ballet, I would get the ballet. Right? Like, like even if it's not in my wheelhouse of things I want to do, I would at least understand what they're doing. These mothers, they, I mean, no idea. Uh, so... How exactly do you acquire a first down? Mom, I, really? You're, you're going you're to be 85. 
do I do I do we need to sit here and I need to explain this? Can we do it another day? So overall, you're not pleased. You lost to Dallas, but you know what? I and I took a, a just a little bit, a little bit of solace in your comfort. I mean, I love it. I love the fact that Maher misses the field goal. Everyone that has money on Dallas, they're counting at their you know, 20, 40, 60, 80, 120, 40, 60, 82, right? Licking their fingers, counting their money. Giants, the late backdoor touchdown. And you know who lost on that? Raymond J. Santiago on our DPHO and Rothenberg show picks. You know who went 2-0 and on Thanksgiving? This guy. I did. You know who went 0-2? Santiago. You know who missed the game? Santillo. You know who went undefeated on Thanksgiving Day? Me. That's who. So, I get it. You're angry about the Giants. It's not a good loss. You're 7-4. and four. I thought they did some things well. I think for as under... And I'm uh, listen, I'm always honest with you. You know that. I think for as undermanned as they are, they are squeezing every single thing out of this. And I, I don't enjoy losing to Dallas. Don't get me wrong. But for what they are... I think they are squeezing every single drop of juice out of this. If you flip coaches on these two teams and Mike McCarthy's coaching the Giants and Brian Dable's coaching the Cowboys, 38-13. I really believe that. 1-800-919-3776. We will get to the Jets, who I think you have to come to terms with this, people. You know, I heard, well, well, if the right thing is to sit him down. And he might not be the guy. Might not be the guy. Might not be the guy? No, no. He's not the guy. He's not the guy in the locker room. He's not the guy on the field. I think we know. I think it's a huge swing and a huge miss by Joe Douglas and company. 1-800-919-3776. We'll get to your calls. We'll get to the Knicks. I watched a full soccer game yesterday. U.S. England, and you know what? It started 0-0, and it ended 0-0. It was a thriller. We'll get to all of it, uh, and we have an extra half hour. I'm gonna, I agreed to stay on until 1230 because I'm a team player. Rothenberg with you, solo, Saturday after Thanksgiving. Michigan, Ohio State at noon, right here on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. And I'm here till 12.30 for you. Uh, At 10.30 this morning, I think you know, Stump Rothenberg. At 11.15 this morning, I think you know, football frenzy. We'll get into the Jets. We're obviously going to kick off with the Giants. We'll get into the Knicks. The soccer, maybe a little soccer conversation. There's a big Argentina-Mexico game today, too. Big, big Argentina and Mexico game at two. U.S., a nil-nil. See, I know all the vernacular now at this point. Nil-nil. A draw, as it would be. So now, U.S. beats Iran. They move on. U.S. ties or loses. They're done. I don't, this is not, you know, everyone's like, oh, that's, that's a gimme. I don't, this is not as much of a gimme as everyone seems to think. 1-800-919-3776. But we are not leading with, with U.S. soccer. We are leading with the Giants at 1-800-919-3776. And, and I have a bank full of calls. 
But I start where I have to, and that is Marv in the Bronx. Good morning, Marv. Happy Thanksgiving. How are you? Same to you, Dave. You know, you're the best, man. When you told that story with your mother-in-law, I was in stitches, you know. I've gone through the same thing explaining stuff to older people about football. Hey, but, you know, okay, Marv, what you don't, my mind, my, my, she's going to yell at me if she's listening. She's going to be 85 in June, okay? She's lived a long, wonderful, fruitful life, okay? My dad, from the moment they met when she was 19, was a fanatical, fanatical Giants fan, right? She, she has been ensconced in the game of football from 19 to 84 and, and, and sits next to me on the couch and says, do you get points for a first down? I mean, Marv, you hate to make fun of, um, but I mean, Marv, I mean, come on. I know. I know. Dave, I want to tell you something, and this is the highest compliment I get to you. My all-time broadcaster was a great Marty Glickman. He's the reason I'm a Giant fan. You have eclipsed him. Wow. I, I cannot leave out of my house and go to the gym. Every, I say to myself, well, I'll leave and maybe Dave's not going to be there. But I have to stay there and make sure you're on. Because if you're on, I feel guilty if I leave out of the house without talking to you. So, so now that I'm on, so now how does it work? Now, do you, are you oh, locked yeah. in front of the radio or, or the uh, or the app until twelve thirty today, Marv? You better not abandon. No, no, no. I, I I I I I get my time in with you, and then I go to the gym and I go shopping for my wife, and I come back. But here's the thing: getting to the game. Now, yeah. I have an expansive family. There's not a major city in this country I don't have a relative. My great grandma had fifteen kids. Right? Wow. But I'm surprised I haven't heard from my Dallas cousins because they like to rub it in. All right. That call of the guy three three inches from the line oh. of scrimmage, come on. Brutal. And you know what else was brutal? And you know what, Marv? They probably lose the game anyway. But you know, that was a brutal call because that should have been a touchdown. And you know what else was yeah. an, aw- an awful call? The holding on Darnay Holmes in the second half. I mean, they showed the replay, and, and Greg Olson's like, oh, boy, uh, yeah, I mm, – huh. And I don't, Schultz, yeah. Schultz like they're hemming like it they, they couldn't even make – he didn't touch him. Yeah, and Schultz is running around like he's Mark Bavaro. Like, come on. I mean, they're so, they're so much talent, so much more talented than the Giants, and they barely eked out a win. You know, that's why. And the only reason they're on, the only reason people um, promote them is because they're good for television ratings. But then they will not win a Super Bowl. Believe me. I, I'm telling you, Marvin. Thanks for the call. I hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend. When the Cowboys lose, and the, and it's not an if they lose, it's it's a when they lose. I'm I'm gonna go bananas because the, I saw this uh, Friday. I was watching Get Up, either Get Up or First Take, might have been First Take, and the Cowboys have the highest odds from the NFC to go to the Super Bowl, which I think is strange. Not because I don't think that they ha- like if you match them up against anybody have the best chance. I think you have to look at it and say they're, they're probably not going to win the division, right? There are two games on the loss column behind Philadelphia. So if you don't win the division, now you're looking at going on the road probably the entirety of the way. So you think the, the, the Cowboys go on the road, beat, I don't know, Tampa or San Francisco, then another road game, Tampa or San Francisco, and then Philadelphia again on the road? Like, that, that's a tall order. Like, if you told me Cowboys had the one seed and it goes through Dallas and they get a bye, you know what? 
I, I could look at them as as the favorites. But no, not not if they're going to be the at best case the five. I think that's very unlikely. One hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. And and when they do lose, because they will, I'll be here laughing and and singing and throwing it in your face. En- enjoy it now. And you know when the Giants are the better team than you, because they will be, either next year or the year after, because they're not far off. When when this organization gets the pieces in place that they want, when when Hodgins is not your big time receiver, right? When when Darius Slayton, who at best is mediocre, but on this team right now, he he's he's like Drew Pearson, like he's Michael Irvin, is how important he is. John in Short Hills. John, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, I agree. I'm a Giants fan, as you are, um, and I agree with everything that you've said. I, okay, I just don't like the way that you open up, and you, opened up, you open up every conversation about the Giants, and it's almost, I think, a, a protection mode for you. You keep saying they're not a good team. They're not. They're not good. They are a good team. No, they're, no, they're not. They are a good team. No, yes, not. they are. No, they're, they're, you how don't could, win how seven you games here? in the NFL. John, how could you on, sit here and tell me, me the Giants are a good, a good football team? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to uh-huh. tell you right now. You don't win seven games like, 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 they, like they have in the games that they've won if you're a bad team. I, I, didn't, say, I didn't say they're a bad team. They're not a good football not good. team. They're not, they're not good. They are. Look, listen. If you match up against the Cowboys, no, you're not as good as you're not as talented as the Cowboys. But you play them like that, you you play good teams. No, John, John, I think I think they're very well, very well coached. That that team, this team is not playing well. That's a good team. That's not John. It's not a good team. team. That that, I don't know how you can sit here and tell me the Giants are a good football team. They are a good football team. How? 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 What? What leads you to say the Giants are a good football team? They win. They win. Okay, and you've, you've never looked at a team and said, I'm not exactly sure how they're winning games. They're winning games because, they're, as you said, they're well-coached. They're playing as a team. They're playing as units. That's a team. That's a good and, and, team. And, 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 John, can we say maybe they've gotten quite a bit of fortune? No? They've gotten some misfortune, too. If Barkley catches that screen pass, that's a touchdown. If 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 that if that well you know uh, what you know what has to happen, John. He's got he's got to make bad, the throw. That's not the point, John. 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 Did they get fortunate to be Tennessee Week One? Yes. Did they get fortunate to um? What was the other game that they got fortunate to win? I can't even you know remember. Who what it was. Oh, ba- you know who gets fortunate? Baltimore. Yes. You know who gets fortunate? Good teams. <laughs> All right, listen, John. I'm I'm done. And you can sit here and, and argue until you're blue in the face. The fact that you can call me and say that you think the Giants are a good football team, a good team. So what, what were the 86 Giants? Like the greatest team you've ever seen in your life? If you rank the Giants just on, on, on ability and talent of, of all the teams in the NFL, they're probably in the 20s. They've done it with smoke and mirrors. They're very well coached. They've gotten very good fortune. At times, they've had a, a, a less than stellar schedule. But they're not, that, that's not a good team, which is fine. I mean, I actually think that's positive. The fact that there really is not a ton of talent and you're still sitting here at 7-4 and four with a real chance to get in, that is phenomenal. But a good team? Stop it. 
1-800-919-3776. We're going to get into the Jets, people. We're going to get into the Jets. So get your Giants calls in now. We're going to get to Zach Wilson and Mike White and Robert Sala and the right thing to do. And if this is, in fact, the right thing to do, 1-800-919-3776. And is there a landing spot for Zach to return or this is just what it is? We're done. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you on a Saturday morning right here on 9870 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Now, football fans, it's not too late to sign up for Cover 5, a free-to-play pick'em game for a season-long fun and compete against your friends, your rivals, and your favorite 98.7 ESPN host. doesn't even need to be your favorite host. You could hate the host. Like, you're like, I hate Rothenberg. I want to do better than him. That's, that's how you can play it as well. Uh, pick five games each week, and the best score against the spread wins $100. Join the 9870 ESPN League with code NY22 on the Cover 5 app and Cover5.com. Visit ESPNNewYork.com for full contest rules. Now, Joe Leo, uh, I want to talk to you for a moment. Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? I did. Harvey and I had a wonderful time in the studio Good. on Thanksgiving. Did you guys get to eat turkey? Um, I actually had some turkey salad. Turkey salad. Like uh, chicken salad, but with turkey. Right, but that like you purchased it from the deli? No, my girlfriend's mom made it. It was actually really good. She made it for you special, or she just made it because it was Thanksgiving and she, you happened to partake in it? The second, the latter. Okay, so she didn't do. She, she doesn't care for you. Not yet, no. Okay. I she, say. Does she not like, like if I, no, if she, I get her? She, like she's, I fi- she's fine with you. Yes. She doesn't, she doesn't dislike, dislike you. She doesn't yes. love you. Like you're just, you're, you're there. You're, you're just, you're, you're, about, you're taking up space. I moment. would say that's fair. Okay. What uh, does it worry you that she doesn't like you? Um, no, not at all. So your goal is like like a, like just a a piece of furniture. You're just gonna ingratiate yourself to her over time. Yes, yes. Did you, did you bring her flowers on Thanksgiving? I did not. No. That's great. Did you <laughs> did you shoot her a text and say Happy Thanksgiving? Well, I saw her in the morning, so I said Happy Thanksgiving. Did you to go her. out and get bagels so she could? In, in, I'm sure she was working hard all Thanksgiving Day. Did you do something? No. For her on Thanksgiving? No. I mean, no, I didn't. So you saw in the morning. Did you sleep over at her home? I did. Do you, oh my goodness! Now, how does how, how does that sleeping arrangement work? We, I think we've gone over this on the well, show. Let's go over it again. It, I sleep with my girlfriend. You sleep in the same room. Yes. As your girlfriend. No wonder she doesn't like you. <laughs> no. I mean, again, fair point. I mean, if you had any respect for this woman, you would you would you know what? Sleep in another room. I do. I mean, I've asked. And it's no, been okay. You don't, you don't ask. You just, no, I don't need the sexy music. This shouldn't be sexy music. That's the point. Is you, you, you sleep in another room, and if you have to sneak in in the middle of the night, and then you go back into your room, fine. But here's what I wanted to, uh, to ask you. On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say your level of intelligence is? I would say 6.5. So, so you think you're, you're, you're smarter than the average person walking the earth. Is that slightly. fair? Slightly. I would say slightly. Okay. So line three, line three, tell me who is calling and from where they're calling, please. That would be uh, Chris from Cape May. You think the man is calling from Cape May? That's where you... I don't Kate, ask. Kate, Kate May. Yes. Like you think this man is calling like, like what Kate May is going to give birth to Chris and he's calling from the womb? 
That's where he's. I don't know where Kate May is located. It's not. It's not Kate May. It's not a woman selling cosmetics. It's Cape May. Cape. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. I would say knock the uh, intelligence down to four and a half. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You you thought? I I mean. So he says I'm calling from Kate May. Correct. And you're just like, okay, great. Let me let me put Kate May on the call screener. Why not? Well, uh, you know, you don't look up on the Google, which is I right do. there in front of you. Like, where is Kate May? I do, but I mean, this one slipped the, through the cracks. Mm-hmm. I right flush through, it right through the cracks, Harvey. I mean, you're you're. Where do you put your intelligence at? One to ten. I'm a six, man. Six, a, a good solid six. Good solid. It can range. Somebody, call, day somebody calls and you believe they're calling from Kate May. You you second guess that or you oh okay he's calling from a woman. Look, I take things in, in stride. You know, I just take it as they come. Uh, you're a bad guy though for bringing this up uh, on the air. How am I a bad guy? You haven't. You're feeling out. You're you're lashing out against my guy Joe okay. for misspelling Kate May. Uh, he didn't misspell. So you think he meant it? Joe, be honest. You you meant to write Kate May? Absolutely. Yeah. This is on me. I'm, yeah. I'm not, you're not wrong for this. I don't think no. you're wrong at all for this. See. All right. Should we go to Chris and Kate May or? I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not ready for Kate May yet. Let's go to Spike in St. Pete. Good morning, Spike. How are you? Well, good morning, and uh, this is my 12th Thanksgiving with you, I believe. And uh, everyone gets better, but you gotta help me out here, man. Yeah. yeah I think you alluded to my uh, text. My. You, you you gotta you gotta bridge that gap. Come on, Look, I, get you, I get you nervous when you hear the music and the Dave Rothenberg yeah. show that it takes me. Yeah, well, I, I do it for dramatic purposes, Spike. Yeah, that, that's that's a something pause, right? I forget what it's called, but uh, dramatic pause. A, pre- but, a uh, pregnant yeah. a pregnant pause. Pregnant pause. Yeah, please. <laughs> You know, Sorry. we're getting up in the air. It's just a little quicker out of the shoot because I'm usually walking and getting some exercise. And again, I hope you had an outstanding day. And your mom at 85, uh, to ask that question, you got to give her a, a bargain. You got it, man. Uh, uh, I mean, so, she, I, I, but but she, she gives me this whole preamble of, you know, I'm, I'm really I'm really getting into the Giants now. And I'm 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 becoming a fan and I, I enjoy it. And I'm DVR in the games. And then it's like, well, how, what, what, how do you get a first down? And I mean, do you get points for first down? It's like. I should teach a class. Spike, if I taught a like a football for dummies, not that you would need to go, but you would recommend that to people that are football dummies, right? Oh, absolutely, because, you know, often the spouse is the victim. And, you know, the you know it's like I heard a joke one time, and a comedian came on, and he says, Super Bowl Sunday is a big day, and, and the guy who goes shopping with his wife for drapes is a loser. You know, it's, it's just always something. But let me get to the crux of this. I'm glad you had a good time. You showed some maturity at almost 50, yep. you know, pausing, pausing it. But I thought the Giants, are, are they're not a good team yet, but they're a growing team, and I think that's fair to say. And they have no receivers, and uh, that was a bad beat if you bet it the other way. But oh, the bottom great. line is— it, it was great, because I'm, I can't imagine Giants fans were, were, were laying 10 with the Cowboys. So Cowboys yeah, fans— yeah. Take that. Take your money and light it on fire, you losers. Yeah, I think the Giants will win two more games. I think they'll grab a game from Washington and they'll win another game. I don't know if nine will get in. That remains to nine be seen. Nine but will get you in. Not nine in yeah. the NFC will get you in. Okay, last, last thing. Look, you know I'm a diehard Knicks fan forever. They can't shoot, Dave. If you can't shoot, you're a 500 team at best. And uh, we'll see what happens. It's tough Spike, to watch. Spike, let, let, me ask, let me ask you this. Where is yeah. your level of concern with R.J. Barrett? 
I think I said this the other day to Michael, I believe, and I said he's the same player he was 18 months ago, yeah. and and that bothers me. He's a great kid. I mean, he's a terrific hard Well, my kid. children are great also. I don't want them playing small forward for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. I just think the Knicks, uh, I like to see more. What's the big kid who came off the bench who played one minute in the first half? Jer- Jericho Sims? Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a player. He's definitely a player. I like to see more of McBride. And, uh, you know, the, the Randall contract is, it, it you know, hurts you. It just hurts you. Maybe someone will get hurt on a playoff team that loses a scorer and they need 20 and 10. You know, that's all I'm you, hoping you think for. Uh, Spike, you think there's a good team out there thinking to themselves, boy, if we if we lose Jokic, we just bring in Julius Randle and don't miss a beat? No, no, no. But I can dream, can I? You're, that's, and that's what you're doing, Spike. And I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and I'm, I'm glad you checked Thanks, in Dick. today. Yeah, you absolutely. Too. I mean, come on. You think there are teams knocking down the door for Julius Randle? Do we go to this guy? I feel like the suspense is at such a high level. Chris and Kate and May. Chris, you're on 98.7. Hey, good morning. ESPN. Good morning, Dave. How you doing? I'm, do, I'm doing hey, great. How are you? And let me let me apologize for causing all that controversy. I, you know, I'm sorry. Chris, about it's that. not <laughs> it's not it's not your fault at all. You did nothing wrong. <laughs> I mean, the fa- the fact that the guys screening the calls think that Kate May is an actual place is is really mind boggling. Uh, uh, well, there's an interesting thing about that too. I, 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 you know, Dave, I've, I've called you many times and told you how much you know. I called you the hardest neck working man in, in the business, and I stand by that. Salient, uh, you're usually spot on. Um, I was a little disappointed on the Cowboy take this morning, so. and, and, I'll, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Um, you know, I mean, you scored a touchdown. First of all, kudos to the Giants. I think they're having a phenomenal year. They're on track. It's like a real organization now, and they're going to be a pain in my ass for a long time. Right. So, so you totally recognize that, that the Giants have turned a corner, even though talent. Oh my God! Not there it's yet, a right? joke. It's a joke. Not you. It's impossible not to. They're they're, yeah. they're like they're like adults now. You know, they're, 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 they just run their, and it scares me because they're going to get better. All right, now, Chris. Um, before yeah. we continue, I actually think I, I I you're you're a good cat. Like, there's not a lot of good Cowboys fans. You're a good Cowboys fan. Like, you're not a fool. You know what you're talking about. It seems like you have a decent perspective of what's going on. So I want that out there before we continue this conversation. Now, go ahead. If you want to go after me, go after me. No, I'm not not going after you. I'm just going to make my – I don't do that. I like having intelligent conversations with people. Here's what I like about the Cowboys this year. For years, I mean, a decade, even in the years they were pretty good, it was all about the offense controlling the tempo of the game. Like, when we didn't have a defense, they had to have the offense out there for 40 minutes. You know, everything we did was based around, you know, not having a good defense. I don't think we got a good defense. I think we got a great defense. And I think when you get into the playoffs, that's going to be that, – that could be the difference this year. NFC's loaded. They're still going to have a tough time. I, 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 my, the, guy, the team in the NFC that scares me the most is San Francisco at the end of the day. I, I, so, Chris, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. I think San Fran is, is a, a real hurdle for Dallas. And I said it before, if Dallas was going to be the one seed, I'd look at them and say, you know what? I think they're going to go. But I and to think of going on the road to Tampa, San Francisco, Philadelphia, having to win all those games, I, I don't think no. it happens. I just I, I don't I, think they're good I, enough. I, I, if I had gone to my head and all my money in the bank on it, I would I would say it's a long shot. I, I really would. You know, but but you know, you gotta look at it from the Giants perspective now too. Look at them like and you should be wishing that waiting and hoping for the Cowboys to lose in the playoffs. You guys are still in it. I think you're going to make the playoffs. I really well, do. I, th- I think, it, but but I I can I can have both things on my mind, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm I can I can multitask. I can hope the and of course you know I hope the Giants get there. But but I, I have to be realistic. Like it, could the Giants get there? Yes. Do I think they will? Probably. How this thing's not going anywhere. 
right? Yeah, like the well, cow- the Cowboys are a threat. Yeah. Like I'm not a dummy. I look at the Cowboys and they they're a legitimate threat to to get to the Super Bowl. I I have to make that one of my main football priorities to make sure Dallas does not get there. What do you, what do you think about OBJ? If they were able to sign him, I think he's going to go to Dallas. I mean, it's hard to say what that'll mean because you haven't seen him play. You know, well, in a year. you haven't seen him play. Um, I, listen, worst case scenario is he doesn't add much. I find that hard to believe. He's a tremendous talent, but he's coming off another ACL injury. I just I, that, that listen to the Cowboys. They have a big target on their back anyway. That that adds a huge bullseye on your back. You had OBJ <laughs> yeah, I, to your team. I'm at the point now after 26 years. Uh, I just want him. I, I don't care. Yeah, I'll, I'll as, you should. as you should. As you should. You know, Chris. And thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Chris might be the, the my favorite cowboy. And this is not something I say often. My favorite Cowboys fan caller because he's actually not a, a jackass. Most Cowboys fans are just like the the you know they're not the brightest people. Chris is pretty good, so he's always welcome back. 1-800-919-3776. We continue with the Giants. We're going to morph into some Jets conversation. Oh, and by the way, Poland with a goal. Uh, That's right. On Saudi Arabia in what will be, it looks like a win for the Poles. 2-0, 84th minute. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you solo here Saturday morning. We're only 45 minutes away from your favorite segment. A lot of Jets talk, some Knicks, a lot of Giants. 1-800-919-3776 uh, ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Very winnable game tomorrow. Justin Fields, game-time decision. Even if he plays, he's clearly not healthy. Their defense stinks. Jet, honestly, Jets should go out there and just take them to the, to the cleaners. Really, just take them to the cleaners. Make it a, a no-doubter early on. Beat them up. Run the football. I mean, Chicago is they, – they have one thing that worries you, and that's Justin Fields. And there's a decent chance he's not going to play in this game. So we'll get to the Jets in a couple moments. Let, let's uh, let's get to the Giants calls here. Close out the 9 o'clock hour and bring you into the 10 o'clock hour. 1-800-919-3776. Brian in Melbourne. Well, Brian, you're on 987 ESPN. Hey, how you doing, Dave? I'm a huge fan of yours. Thank you, um, Brian. I was just saying, are you, sold, are you sold on Daniel Jones now? No. I'm telling you, Dave, I'm a 49er fan. Yeah. I've been watching him for a while. You have something, Dave. I'm telling you. You put you like the it? right pieces around him. You got something, bro. You believe in Daniel Jones, huh? I, I believe in Daniel Jones this much. I'm going to tell you this. If you took Daniel Jones off that team and put him on the Jets, they'd be scary. The one nobody want to play him. I agree. I agree with that. With but I, I don't. But here's the thing. I don't know if that's really a huge compliment for Daniel Jones, or it's a testament to how bad Zach Wilson has been. Like I, I think if you took if you took a lot of quarterbacks and put them on the Jets, that that would be a, a team that absolutely is going. To I the just try to tell Joe that I told Joe you could put Jared Goff on the Jets right now and it'd be scary. Oh, you scary. you put you and and again, you know what? We, there's this idea, and thanks to the call, Brian, that that Jared Goff is just a bum. Jared Goff, whether you like him or not, led a team to the Super Bowl, and Jared Goff. You know the the Lions, and I said this weeks ago, and everyone laughed at me. That is not a bad football team. If I'm buying stock in a team right now in the NFL, it's the, it's, the Lions have to be one of those teams. So 
currently, right? Currently, they're four and seven. You say four and seven. You're getting excited about a four and seven team. So they're the number one, second, first round pick, right? Jamison Williams hadn't played yet. Supposed to maybe play this week. So you're going to add a stud receiver. And even if he's not good until next year, you're going to add a stud receiver, you imagine, into the mix next year. Now you have your pick, which you got to figure is going to be top 12. And then you're going to have the Rams pick, which could be top five, will be top five. How about the Rams, huh? They do a promo for the, for the Chiefs game, and they don't even tell you who they're playing. They're playing the defending Super Bowl champions. They don't even tell you. That's, the Rams are they're irrelevant right now. They're going to go like 4-13. and 13. It's going to be a top five pick. You don't, you don't see the, a, a bright future on the horizon for the Lions? Danny Long Island. Danny, good morning. You're next up on 98.7. Good morning, Dave. I also adjusted my schedule to hear your voice, and I was a little nervous if it was going to be some nationally syndicated show about college football or soccer, but when I heard your dulcet tones, all was right in the world. So, there you go, Danny. Well, 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 welcome to the dulcet tones. Yes. Listen, the one thing that Thanksgiving Day does is it forces us and I know you, you sit down and watch one game. The great majority of people now are playing fantasy football. They're bouncing from game to game. They're watching it on red zone, and they don't get the full flavor of a person's talent or what the game looked like. And what you saw on Thanksgiving Day is that the Detroit Lions, who two weeks ago the Giants should beat them, no, the Giants shouldn't beat them because they have tons of people on offense, as you just mentioned. And Jared Goff, he reminds me, I don't, don't laugh, but he's like that Montana-type quarterback where you say, he doesn't have the best arm, but he makes all the right throws. He knows the play that's supposed to be run, and he runs it efficiently. If he was on the Jets, they would be in first place. No doubt. I, I agree I agree on. with if he was on the Jets, they'd be in first place. I mean, please, please don't ever compare Jared Goff to Joe Montana. I, I, I mean the physicality, not the mental part of it. Yeah, he, yes, he, he, he's, he he's, a, he's, a, he's a, a, a smallish, slight guy that doesn't have a great arm. Fair. Right. It's a very cerebral. He made, that's a... Well, now listen, as far as the Giants go, you know, I'm a Steel fan. I, when that game was over, I turned to my mother, who, by the way, knew there was a safety at one point during, during the games on, on Thursday and knew that was worth two points. Oh, that, that, that is unbelievable. Yes, yes. So I said I, I like them more in defeat because they have nothing on that field. They played well. The Cowboys are never going. That coach is an abomination. When they went early in the game, the Cowboys went fourth and On that two. fourth down? And they just ran the ball into the line. It was such a like, mind-numbing is, call and a mind-numbing oh, – it was awful. Did he think it was fourth and an inch? I mean, what, what team in the world is running over two yards over left tackle? on a, it's, and, and even to go for it at that point, and the amount of mistakes they make pre-snap and stupidity – that team, and it happens all the week, so that's on coaching. But the Giants are much better coached. They hold oh, well it, if you if you put Brian Dable on the Cowboys, th- then you would have something. You would you'd be terrified. But no, you know what? I just I, I don't trust Dak Prescott, and I don't think McCarthy's very good. And I think in the biggest moment, as they typically do, they'll crumble again. And, and when you look at all three of those games, they were all very 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 entertaining. All in question at half. Of course, the Buffalo game went out to the last second. I'm happy for some Buffalo, some real true Buffalo Bill fans I know that finally got a last-minute dramatic win go in their favor. Otherwise, their entire Thanksgiving would have been ruined. But 
Do you trust Kurt Cousins in a big game? Does no. he throw more passes to the opposition? So when you say the NFC is stacked or the last quarter, I, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think the NFC no, is remotely stacked. stacked. I think the 49ers are, are going to go, and everybody else is an afterthought. Maybe Brady because he's going to be on the field whenever you no, see him. No, they're, not, they're not good enough. In my estimation, this one has me a little bit concerned, Danny, and thanks for the call. It's Niners, Eagles, Cowboys. Those are your three best teams in the NFC. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on the Niners because otherwise those other two, it, that does not work for me. All right, 1-800-919-3776. Let's get to the Jets a little bit now because you have now benched the second overall selection from last year, and that to me is not even the biggest story. Is that it? Have we? I mean, I think there's a decent chance you have now seen the last of Zach Wilson. And I would say there's less than a 10% chance that Zach Wilson is your starting quarterback week one of next year. So two years in, not a, a year and a half in, and you're on the verge of punting on Zach Wilson. It's amazing. And then you have to start to bring into account, am I, am I going to really let Joe Douglas make the next decision at quarterback when clearly he laid a huge egg with Zach? So we'll get to the Jets. We'll do it next. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you on the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend right here on 98.7 ESPN.